Hi everyone, I'm Cheryl Ferguson and I am talking to Pete Price on his podcast about the wonderful Lake June Brown and Hard Cell, which is a new Netflix series I'm in. I am delighted to say um, that I've got a lovely lady with me, which I'm really thrilled and she's popped in to see us. And why I'm thrilled is, one, we have something in common. We both like each other. But apart from that, (laughs) June Brown were... We were friends. Uh, Cheryl was lucky. She worked with her. I I just knew her. And uh, I actually envy Cheryl actually working with her because it was a a masterclass in acting. Um, Cheryl Ferguson, thank you for coming in. Uh, You're welcome, Pete. It's lovely to be here. It's lovely to be able to pay uh, tribute to her absolutely amazing life, to Mm. be quite honest. She, she um, She was a force. She was mischievous. She was funny. She was uh, naughty. She taught me so much. She taught me so much when I was at Enders. Um, and it was an absolute joy. I mean, I had to skip in my walk whenever I knew I was having scenes with June. Um, ultimate professional and just very funny. Yeah. I loved you in EastEnders, by the way. Just for the record, I really did genuinely love you in it. I thought Heather Trot was outrageous. Yeah. Uh, especially the George Michael scenes. I know. Um, I love that. I also loved the relationship between you and Shirley. Mm. And I honestly, and I've said this to you publicly, and I'll say it again and again, I honestly believe they lost something when they lost you, yeah. especially with Shirley. She lost her anchor. Yeah. There was a magic. And she's a... She She's a hard actress, as in, you know, she's what we know. She doesn't do anything privately because she's a shy woman. She must have missed you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, she was very, very angry um, with them when when they told me that I was going. Um, I never forget it. She, <laughs> we had the car journey home, which I I, I used to drive us in and out of vendors every day. Um, and it was, I mean, she, before we even drove home, she went up there and stormed up there and was ranting for about an hour. But um, no, I mean that's the thing, isn't it? They, uh, what well, I don't understand sometimes why they sort of try to fix things that are not broke. And that tends to happen to quite a lot of wonderful sort of uh, duos and, and things that happen within soaps. Um, if you get something, they should sort of stick with it a little bit. I mean, there was much more to go, yes. I think, with with Hev and Cheryl and Heather's life and everything. But you know what? I mean, they, they said to me, you know, sometimes we let people go because it's not to do with you, Cheryl. It's to do with enhancing other people's um Characters and to see what Shirley, what would happen to Shirley if something like that happened. Well, I mean, I think we've all been sort of witness to, to sort of what's happened. It's, it's lost it's, away. It's, I think, a little Completely bit. I think they keep trying away. to put people yeah. with her, and it's very difficult. But when you've got a chemistry like um, Linda Henry and I had um, on screen um, and off screen, actually, as well, you know, it's. Um, you know, it's hard to fix things like that again, I think. But, um, you know, it, I was so blessed and humbled and, and loved being in it. It was my absolute joy. But, you know, and I got to work with such wonderful people because Heather, the character, could mingle with anybody on the square. She yeah. had the jobs that she could mingle. She she wasn't, she didn't belong to a family as such. It was Heaven Shirl. Uh, and we were kind of misfits, really. But um, so I could work with the Brannings. I could work with, you know, um, the Mitchells and, you know, all of those things. Yeah. So it was fun. What yeah. made me angry was um, mm. as somebody who's been in the industry 50 years mm. um, it, it takes forever to um, to find double acts mm. and that double act worked 
why mess with it when it was working? And, you know, you get new young people coming in and think they know better. And in fact, they really don't. They should take some wise words from older people sometimes. Mm. And I was cross. Tell me what it was like the first time you bumped into June Brown. Oh, my gosh. Well, I remember because I've watched EastEnders from day one. I was a student um, at the time. In fact, I realised that I started uni at drama college when June started EastEnders in 1985. So I'd watched it from day one. I'd seen her in it and just, again, as I've watched all the soaps, so things like Coronation Street, I've watched all the people like Ina Sharples. I've watched, you know, Hilda, ba uh, Hilda Baker. Yeah, I'm going back more. Hilda Ogden. <laughs> Hilda Ogden and uh, all of those, the Pat Phoenix, yeah, everything, yeah. you know. So to me, seeing somebody like June, um, seeing Dot, the character of Dot, was just yet another one of those characters, mm. along with, you know, Pat Butcher, um, Peggy Mitchell, all of those characters were sort of legendary strong women they were there for you know um dot was one of those characters that as like the laundrette, you know, you'd offload your washing, but you'd always offload your problems. It was one of those things, yeah. and Dot was there, and that was that was her, her way. You know, tell me something. How how do you describe her style of acting? Because I remember her saying to me once on an interview, and I'm delighted to say I got to know her and became friends yeah. and interviewed her a few times. But she said I could not go on the set if the right money wasn't in my purse. Mm. Now explain that. Well, I think it was it's. It was a kind of a, a, a reasoning of her work. Like, for example, if the writing wasn't right, she would change it. If if things... She knew everything about the set, her set, dots, front room, dots, kitchen, dots, everything. There was not anything out of place. She knew where everything was. So if, if a props person came along, for example, and, and it had moved something... She knew. She would say things like, "Oh, where's my um, where's my teapot? It's there. It's normally there." And they say, "Oh well, because we are uh, we're cleaning it, June, or you know, or it got you know accidentally smashed." And she go, "Oh well, get, you have to replace it." So she was a she was a particular actress who who was focused on what she did. She knew everything ins and outs. And um, you know, I just think she that's the thing about her. She she, she was worth literally every penny that they paid her, but she was worth everything about all the things that she ever, ever did in the soap, you know, and what she stood for and all those things. Yeah. So for me, she was, she was just, you know, yeah. she was the... I saw you giving lots of tributes on television. How were you told? <sighs> Do you know how I was told? I was actually sitting in my front room and a journalist phoned me up. And that's how I was told because mm. I'd been doing some work. I had no telly on that. I'm I'm pretty one of these that don't really watch sit and have the telly on in the background or anything. I'm not like that. If I'm, if I'm watching something specific, I'll, I'll put it on. But um, it's not like for me sort of white noise or anything. So I don't have anything on in the first things in the morning or anything like that. And I was actually working on something of my own. Um, and then I got a phone call and literally it was a journalist saying, would you do an interview about June Brown? And I said, what about June Brown? And then that's when he said, so I actually had to process that and said, I, I'm sorry, you're going to have to just leave me. I need some time to process this. I don't know. Um, I came off the phone. I had a little weep. Um, then I had a little smile to myself because I just thought, my gosh, you know, what a fantastic lady. And she would not want me sitting here weeping. She would want me to be celebrating her life. And that's, and so I just began to think of all the things that she, we did on screen personally everything that it just kind of came back like a big flood and 
I wasn't upset anymore. I was just full of joy in my heart of knowing that she'll be wherever, you know, she was a strong believer. Her faith was very, you know, she was a, 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 a had great faith, um, like actually the character um, Dot had. So she would be wherever she is now, um, you know, probably with Barbara, having a cup of tea or probably something a little bit stronger. And... Um, <laughs> And just going, what are them silly people down there yeah. moaning out? Let's life. Come on, live it, girls and boys. Live it, you yeah. know. I spoke to her 10 days before she died. Oh, left. And I love I, she was brain-wise completely and utterly there. But Always. was suggesting to me that she'd had enough, yes, you, yes, know, yeah. she, you know. Yeah. She was in a wheelchair. Yes, she was struggling all of those yes, with all yes, that. And I said yeah. to her, um, how did you feel about um, getting your award? She went, well, I expected a dame the same as Barbara. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like the BAFTAs where they've actually put up, you know, a silver, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, her daughter has done a silver yeah. uh, foil version of the BAFTA when she didn't win the BAFTA, yeah. but she's got the NAFTA, yeah. which is, the, you know, <laughs> uh, with a cigarette on it. And it's in the glass cabinet at, at yeah. uh, Enders. And it's, you know, she's in, the, she's in the heart of that place. She's in the soul of it. She's in the furniture. She's in the walls. That uh, Somebody like her... You cannot go anywhere near that place without feeling that mm. feeling of her just still being there. I got a message from her daughter oh, yeah. uh, saying that she'd passed away yes, and that but, she'd yeah. left a list and she was incredibly fond of me. And then I got another message back saying, Peter, she spoke about you. Uh, she loved your wit and charm yes. and she was witty and charming. Yes. And that's why she liked you so much. Yeah. And she wanted you to know. Yeah, um, that's gorgeous. That's absolutely gorgeous. No, no, I mean, uh, it was just, I know, it, it does make you kind of, she, I mean, she, 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 all, everything she said was kind of meant from the heart and she, she wouldn't, she's not somebody to say things. June was no, not no, somebody no, to say things no. if she didn't mean it. I mean, it's, it's like she would, you know, you could knock on a dressing room door and you could go there and say, oh, June, you know, something's rubbery or whatever, something personal or whatever. And she'd say, oh, all right, well, put the kettle on, darling. And she had a, She'd have a shower cap over her over her smoke alarm so she could have a little cigarette in the in, in the thing. She was the only one who was allowed to sort of. But she put a little smoke you know, over the smoke alarm, and she'd have a get a fag out. And the window windows would open, and she put the kettle on. We'd have a cup of tea, and then she, but then but oh, no, no, you don't need a bit. You don't need a biscuit, darling. Can I tell you about the hay diet? I mean, she was properly wanting to look after me and go. Well, you know, you, you, you. She would be, but it was genuine. It was. She wasn't saying like, oh, you know, you're a bit porky, lose some weight. She but she genuinely wanted me to look after myself. And, um, you know, she, but she was so funny. She and, was, of course, she was a gay icon. Oh, absolutely. Gay clubs when Absolute. she went into a gay club. Well, she Yes, yeah. Was yeah, yeah, absolutely. Alex, your son is not in his head no, no, he's not yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, Stephen Fry said, didn't he, you know, she, what she did actually for, um, you know, uh, the the supporting yeah. for the gay, yeah. LGBT plus community, she was um, just... Yeah. But she she would help anyone. Yeah. I mean, sort of waifs and strays would just turn up. Didn't really matter. It was like it was like the cast of Fraggle Rock half the time. You know, yeah. we'd all be sort of there. It was it was just <laughs> misfits. And I remember because obviously she had a wonderfully close relationship with um, John Altman, who played Nick, her son, in it. And they were just um, you know, it was just amazing. It was uh, and and she she would come to things when I left Enders. She would come to see me in plays and things. Bring John with her um, yeah. and tell 
told John off like it was her son. You know, if John was being a little bit like, you know, no, oh, don't really want to talk to the public or something, she'd go, no, behave yourself, pull yourself. You know, she'd really tell him yeah. off, like, yeah. sign that autograph, don't be so... You know, she would proper, yeah. proper tell yeah. him. She came to Liverpool a few times and uh, took her out, and where we are now, not far from here, yeah. she went, oh, my word, she said, Darling, yeah. she said, I stayed there with um, Peggy oh, yes. in Diggs. I went, Peggy who? She went, Dean Peggy Ashcroft. You went, who? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she meant it. It was the way she was just I know. Outrageous. And that's it. People forget that she, all the stuff she did before, amazing. Mm. Her acting life was incredible. I mean, the pictures of her, I mean, she was beautiful anyway as a soul. and, and But she was stunning. She was. She, she was a stunning many, looking, looking young woman. Yeah. woman. Um, just, and, you know, I mean, she came to my wedding, uh, my wedding celebration, and she was just hilarious. Well, I had a neighbour at the time called Dorian who was in a wheelchair, and who sadly passed away now. But she was in a wheelchair, and Dorian smoked, but not many people sort of did smoke then. And she would, um, she was like looking around to see if anybody would like take her out for a cigarette. Well, June became her pal for the night. They were yeah. like cigarette buddies, in and out, in and out. June would wheel her out. Come on, do you want to? Would you like another cigarette, darling? Yeah. Yes, come on, let's take an in and out. And they—that's what she was like. She she didn't care. Yeah. She just and the a, other woman like her was Hilda Ogden because oh. she had a little box with her, Did she? a little ashtray. Oh my god! She gosh. took a little silver ashtray. So I always thought of June and uh, Jean uh, Alexander. Oh she's my god! Exactly gosh. the same character. You see, I, that's what I love about yeah. coming to talk to you, Pete because there are people who I just think oh my gosh I wish I'd met that person yeah. I wish I'd met that person and you, 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 you I know you've um, done it all I mean a, goodness but you knows know, you know with um, Hilda we, we, we could go on forever over oh, this, I, but I sat at a dinner party and she was next to me and I didn't know and I've got goose pimples now and I can be quite calm or I can be outrageous I absolutely freaked. They had to calm me down because when she died, and this is how soaps are important to me, and this is why I was angry when you left. When she died and left the soap, sorry, when she left the soap, she mm. didn't die, it was no, Stan no. that died. When she left the soap, I was grieving yes. because somebody didn't come into my house three times a week. Yes. And I was yeah. cross about yeah. that yeah. because I love the character, yeah. you know. Yeah. So. Well, that's the kind of reaction yeah. I get. Yeah. People go, yeah. I'm so angry, I'm so yeah. upset, I, I don't was, know why, you I know, was. when you were killed off, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And they can, you know, it's the love for a character yeah. like that yeah. or, you know, like especially for, for Dot, you know, the yeah. love is there. You, you can't say EastEnders without saying dot com can you really i've got to say because you just popped in and uh, we haven't got too long which yeah. is sad but you're on telly tell us all about Ooh, it yeah i've um, i've been doing a netflix series that comes out 12th of april um and it's with the lovely Catherine tate who has written it and it stars five different people in it so can you imagine trying to film uh this 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 uh, backwards and toing of, of of filming somebody who's playing five characters it's set in a women's prison called hard cell um it's a mockumentary documentary mockumentary it's funny and it gives the first episode is very kind of getting you into it but actually if you watch it to the end there's six six episodes you watch it to the end it's sort of tragic as well and you, I, mean, I was very upset and crying at the end of it all so I mean it's got that mixture um, but when Catherine <laughs> Catherine phoned me and I've worked with Catherine before um, Catherine said um, can I can I ask you something would you be interested in doing this and I said oh yes I'd love to and she said it's, uh, I said well what am I one of the women in the prison what, what's you know getting very excited um, and she said um, well it's going to be quite uh, I don't know how you're going to do this Cheryl but I'd like you to play you 
I said, I beg your pardon. She said, I'd like to play you. I want you to play Cheryl Ferguson, who was once in EastEnders, played Heather Trot. I'd like you to go into the prison and direct these women in a musical West Side Story. Oh, wow. I went, oh. I said, well, I said, before I've even read it, I'm going to say yes anyway, yeah. because A, it's you and you're amazing and you're brilliant. Uh, and B, oh, how do you do yourself? I said, because, and then I kind of went away and she sort of said, um, she actually very kindly wrote in a magazine recently that Cheryl, um, it's difficult to ask somebody to play themselves because you're never going to genuinely play yourself. Yeah, how can you, you know, be yourself? Because I could be all sorts of things. Um, so it's kind of a, a take on what I am. But as you see, the uh, Cheryl, the character Cheryl, um, goes on to become quite uh, quite cr crackers in this, really, and, and lose the plot a little bit. And there's some swear words in it. And I there's think not. With <laughs> Catherine Tate, and don't I, be I, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think that people are going to see it in a different light. I think that Heather will go... I don't want anybody to lose Heather because she was an amazing character. But what I want is, what I want people to know is that Heather, it, it's Cheryl Ferguson playing, yeah. you know, Cheryl Ferguson in this, playing. and it's not playing. <laughs> I'm yeah, still, I'm confused. You're confused. Leave it. It's, it just watch it. <laughs> it's watch very it. fun. I'll yeah, watch. it's good. Has uh, the Lado here? Has he seen any of it? Uh, no, he's not been able to see oh, any of it. No, wow. I, I went for a screening down in wow. London, but he didn't. But I mean, he's at Lipper. He's he's yeah. got his last year at Lipper now. So I mean, we love Liverpool. I, I kind of feel like I've taught him how to love Liverpool because I came here many years ago at the Playhouse, and I lived at Lark Lane, Sefton Park. I just fell in love with Liverpool, and this is my, as far as I'm concerned, my second home. Uh, always is. Um, but it's it's become Alex's first home, and I'm just so happy. Yeah. I just want him to get one of those nice little warehouse places near the dock and you know sit over, Absolutely. over I, I, that's what i'd like he's going to be brilliant he's a great writer and he's going to he's a great performer so so cheryl mm. when are you on television when's it start what date tuesday the 12th of april fantastic yes, yeah and it's a series of how many episodes six episodes six yeah. episodes yeah and to finish off mm. if dot walked in now what oh. would you say to her well i'd just give her a big cuddle and i'd just say um oh june when are we going to do a, a little play together because that's what I would have loved, a two-hander with June. We need to do a show together. Let's I do it, Pete. You. Come on, we've got to. Cheryl Ferguson, thank you for joining You're me. You're welcome. And if you enjoyed that podcast, we've got many more. Why not subscribe? Because it costs you nothing. Liverpool Live.